0: Last week on Glee Boot, there was an evil Sue doll that was trying to make Kurt and Blaine make out in a hidden elevator with a bathroom. And there was a completely pointless invitationals that someone named like Winston or Chad or whoever was in vocal adrenaline said he really cared about. And Kitty said, "I don't want to join Glee Club because Rachel's gonna d- abandon us for New York the moment she gets a chance." And then she joined anyway. And that's what you missed on Glee Boot.
1: Totally yeah. forgot about that kitty thing. Um, uh, wow. It was
2: she all I could like think a, of. <laughs> honestly, proven correct.
0: Proven correct. Glee, Glee boot. boot. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We have a lot of glues to get into. Um, so I'm just gonna say it. Welcome back to Glee Boot the show where we get drunk and talk about rebooting Glee one episode at a time. I'm Colin.
1: Alyssa. And I'm Hannah.
0: And today we have special returning guests, uh, Ian and Karina of Glee Aggressive. Hello. Hello. Thank you for
3: having us back.
4: Yes, this is a thrill.
3: We enjoy. This is my first
4: time,
1: so I'm I'm loving (laughs) it. yeah, (laughs)
3: yeah. We
0: enjoy. Feels like like the
1: first
4: time.
0: The ghost of Christmas future showing you the horrors that await.
4: So no, I was watching Ian's face when you were recapping, and it was.
3: I forgot that the Aw, recap was also part of this episode, and it made just as much sense. Which is to say that to me, it made absolutely zero sense. And then when I'm hearing the SparkNotes version of that recap, I'm like, I am truly lost and confused. So thank you.
0: You know, we're watching that's the it. Best place. We're lost and confused. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's the only place true. to be. There's no escape.
0: Like. You're about to start, you know, season four soon. And I'm going to tell you something. Treasure season four. Yeah, it's not as good as season two and three by a long shot. But, you know, it is better than five and six by a long shot. Because
4: could basically be subtitled season four.
0: It could get
3: worse.
4: It could get worse. And it does. <laughs> it will get worse.
0: Subs, yeah, sub subtitle, it does. it does. Not as bad as you
4: thought it was when you were watching it the first time.
0: Because I think season four still roughly had a vibe that there were stakes. And honestly, most of season five, and so far all of season six, has really just Hero. felt like filler. It just, I feel like I'm watching filler till we fill an episode quota and end like because I don't know what the filling is in between right like Mm -hmm. it's just like filler on it's like you made a cake you frosted it and you put more filling on top and you just kept going until it reached (laughs) like a certain number of inches
2: that's the worst kind of cake.
0: Yeah, it has like layers of like fondant or something. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I was say like fondant. Like a lot of yeah, people are pro-frosting. I'm not pro-frosting, but like fondant, I don't think anyone loves fondant. It's like it's good for decorating. It tastes meh, you know. Yeah. So, thank uh, you for
3: thank you for saying what we're all <laughs> thinking and being so brave. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I, You know what? I'm here to say the things that people are scared to say, you know. Fondant mess. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Siren. (laughs) Our old friend, (laughs) Sirens. Our old
0: friend, Sirens, from the Odyssey. Um, Okay, glues. glues. First, this isn't really glues, but it's related. Uh, Toshik and Carly Rae Jepsen both released new albums causing me to have to reorg the glee boot hitch that we are doing at the end because those are the two artists doing their own episode but i also saw carly ray jepsen in concert Ooh! i saw her get a sword she sang call me baby glee cast version um it was the best concert i've ever seen and getting in and out of the venue was actually like not a living hell so thank you greek theater
1: very nice. Congrats!
0: Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I I Some was personal there. glues. Some personal glues. Um, because it is still a crime that they only covered that one song. But there's so much other glues going on.
5: Blues, so much glues. Blues. Including <laughs> um, the Blues
0: Clues movie starring all three Steves. But...
1: Whoa, Wait, now yeah,
0: that's really? that's
2: blues. Or are
5: you
0: news. messing with us? No, they're that's actually the I, s- <laughs> I saw the trailer. Yeah, it's like they're having all three Steves together, and I'm like Spider-Man no way home who
4: you know <laughs> in the blues Clues canon, all three Steves who are not all named Steve, um, are all cousins.
5: Oh, like nice. that is yes. why they're
2: passing this dog around, their family. <laughs> that makes um. sense. <laughs> Is this dog like genetically engineered to live super long or something?
0: Yeah. Apparently.
2: She is blue. She's
0: yeah, made, made out of true. She's made blue out and, of adults.
2: Blue and magenta, genetically engineered. She's a GMO. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, glues. Um, our first thing is a reference to when we were talking about how Kurofsky and Blaine technically shouldn't be dating, quote unquote, because they're actually third cousins. Uh unofficial debut correspondent and lost guest of the podcast, Katie, <laughs> uh, she actually sent us some info about this Icelandic dating app that has a filter like feature to make sure that you're not dating someone you're related to because it's you know very small country, small genetic gene pool, I guess. Um, so if you want to read up on that, very interesting. Uh, too bad that Lima, Ohio didn't have that. Um, Okay, the other thing that we have to talk about is actual actual glues. So Discovery Plus is doing a docu series on the making of Glee, and it's probably just going to be a Leah Michelle bitch fest. And by that, I mean people bitching about Leah Michelle, which you can find thousands of clips on YouTube of. But this is professional quality.
0: They've (laughs) been official. It's official. And yes, when asked about it. (laughs) <laughs> Jen Ashkowitz said, I don't have anything nice to say, so I'm not going to say anything at all.
2: Her. When asked <laughs> yeah. about the documentary series or when yeah, asked about... So
0: it's, it's oh, the way it was, okay. the way it was mm-hmm. worded is it's vague. I can't tell if she's like, I'm not going to be part of this documentary I don't, because I don't have anything nice to say. Is that a or,
2: quote from the documentary? <laughs>
0: <laughs> or Yeah, exactly. Is Is she saying that about her time on Glee or is she saying that about, like, maybe she doesn't like the documentary and what they're trying to do. Right. Yeah, so... Or,
1: <laughs> so she's just going to appear. There's a there's a chance she's just going to appear and just give be her face, just sitting there being like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so just like she did on Glee, because that's all they decided to give her.
0: Also, both um, Jenna and Kevin were on rupaul's secret celebrity drag race which i have literally only watched one episode in my life when my friends were watching it at the bar and i was like okay that's kevin McHale," and then i'm like okay that's Jen ashwitz but then i'm like there can't be two glee cast members i just like might be dumb or something I think
1: they're like <laughs> we have to do everything together like if yeah. you get one of us you get both of us <laughs> yeah. which i love that that's great um and then so we know leah michelle is on broadway i don't know if anyone watched her good morning america performance of don't rain on my parade didn't think it was very good uh it sounded like she was screaming but i actually don't think it's her fault it's probably because she's performing outside and that sucks
2: i mean it was it better than her glee performance no okay
3: (laughs) and so i have uh, two things in response to that if i may um Absolutely. One like not like I not to defend Leah Michelle by any means, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but like I understand when those like morning show performances are not great because like you just finished a show, you got out of the theater at eleven o'clock at night, and you got to wake up at four a.m. the next day to mm-hmm. belt your face off. It's not going to be yeah. pretty.
1: So speaking of Leah Michelle being on Broadway, Chris Colfer was asked if he was actually going to go see. Her And he said pretty much like the best thing that anyone has ever said about anything. Quote, I can get triggered at home. Literally the best excuse. <laughs> so good. Yes. collapse, Chris Did- Holzer, Thank
0: you. <laughs> is that... I was honestly surprised because I thought she might have actually been friends with Chris.
4: I don't know. Here's, I don't know. Here's my thoughts. And this is like conjecture. Yeah. Allegedly... Allegedly. This is all just like my like bullshit like fandom brain working.
0: I'm really but, I and I think the documentary is really missing out on hammering yeah. that kind of so, insider scoop. Yeah, based
4: on like the vibes I've seen, I feel like Darren, Chris, and Chris Colfer were not like super close. No, and I don't know if they necessarily liked each other outside of filming. No, yeah, and Leah Michelle and Darren, Chris remain very close yeah. because they're both part of the Ryan Murphy extended universe. They've been on tour
0: together too. Yeah, Yeah.
4: so I'm feeling like uh, Chris Colfer's like I'm, I'm good out here. Like, yeah, (laughs) that they she chose her side, kind of like she chose. She's like, I'm gonna stay with Darren, Chris. Yeah, and Chris Colfer's like, that's fine. I'm gonna go do anything else, basically.
0: Because I think when I think of how they're like connected now, like in, I feel like. Leah connects to Darren and Darren connects to Cord and then Cord connects to like Kevin and Jenna and Amber Riley and like the rest of them as a group and they connect to Heather and, you know, so yeah. Yeah
2: so complicated i can't even get my own life straight how are you doing this with you with other people that you, you don't know.
0: know i don't need to be right about it it's just a guess it's just like this is what i get from instagram
2: that's true
0: <laughs> because remember the concert when we saw cord in concert yeah like later in the residency he had darren come and perform with him
2: oh hmm. And i, I was like
0: that. yeah but a it was a surprise reunion. a blam reunion and i'm like I we missed cord live He's actually really good. He's good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he walked right in front of me as I was leaving the bathroom because it's this tiny little venue, and he just like walked right in front of me. I was like,
2: I almost touched him.
0: I know. Mm. (laughs) You should
2: have just stuck out a hand.
0: I know, but see, it was because it wasn't like a big concert; it would have been so weird. (laughs) Because he was literally just like hanging out with his friends, who were like, "Oh my gosh, we came to see like."
2: I remember his friends. They were hilarious. It was like
0: all his (laughs) friends and like me and Alyssa. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was like people that personally (laughs) knew him. And they're making jokes about the Justin Bieber experience.
2: I feel like it was... um... The, wasn't that the first time he performed like since COVID shut yeah. everything down? Yeah, so it was pretty small.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just got like, either he posted it to his story or I got an ad or something and I was just like, Alyssa, do you want to just, it's $15, yeah. let's go see Core. Yep. <laughs> he did an impression too, so.
2: Mm-hmm. He's yeah. contractually
1: obligated <laughs> in his everyday life.
0: <laughs> I, I'll see if he does one in the Lindsay Lohan movie. Um mm-hmm. Please record Our, back. <laughs> we, we, will. we We may do an episode on it. We'll see. Um, okay, where were we? So that was that's all the glues? Is there any other glues? That's all the
2: glues. All the glues.
0: Yeah. Um, I can get triggered at home, though. It is truly so iconic. It's
2: just powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. And she, it's so,
4: like,
1: it's just like a shrug. It's just like a shrug. It's, like, careless. Like, I don't even give a fuck. I love it.
3: And the Jenna Ushkowitz of it all is fascinating to me because I feel like, I know, like, of course, they were in Spring Awakening together. Like, they Mm -hmm. have had a bit of a comeuppance together, but I also feel like they might have, like, grown up by each other or, like, grew up with Mm. each other in some capacity.
5: So,
0: like, Jenna knows. Jenna knows. Yeah. Well, because Leah was on... Kevin and Jenna's podcast in the initial run at one point, talking about the pilot. Like
4: their first guest,
5: yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. So it's like, so they're not entirely, it's almost like Samantha Ware speaking out, like broke a dam and they all felt like, okay, I guess we can be honest now. I don't know. Samantha Ware, who did not feature in this episode very much. Yeah,
4: which nope. is a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um,
1: it makes allegedly... I think that maybe this is sort of where possibly the effects of leah michelle's you know her influence may be having an impact so allegedly
0: yeah we again we know nothing you can if you put put us in that documentary we'll all say <laughs> literally i just get in front of a mic and talk um. <laughs>
2: i literally just say bullshit. say bullshit i watched glee because i was invited to be on a podcast <laughs> this podcast um okay thanks okay, thanks
0: just be glad i'm not using a podcast platform for misogyny like all the other men in the world
5: <laughs>
0: i
1: don't know glee's pretty misogynist true uh, yeah
0: yeah um Okay, so where are we? Hashtag Lee Hates Girls. Okay, What the World Needs Now, um, which whenever I hear that title, I get stuck in my head, the What the World Needs from the Rides of Cyclone, which randomly became trending. So it's a weird article. I do talking
4: about.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Me neither. Sorry. I nope.
4: done, I'm on that side of TikTok. I, I know what you're talking about. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I've made wicked references here and gotten blank stares and I'm like, this is a glee pop. See, no,
3: that would be that would be my wheelhouse at least. I would get your wicked
0: references. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a very niche musical that just blew up on TikTok. And I listened to the whole thing, and like the viral song is like the good song, and all the other ones are like Okay. Why
4: these didn't blow up on TikTok.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh it's what the world needs. Uh
4: now.
0: Now, what are we it's drinking love. today?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Is it, I'll go first. Always, it's
2: boring. I I'm drinking get, water because I have to drive. Oh, Me too.
3: <laughs> Except I don't have to drive. I just forgot that this was a show about alcohol and glee. And um I <laughs> ran, ran home from work and forgot to pick something up.
0: You know, I often forget that that was a central part of our initial premise it's gotten like
1: now we don't even like get drunk like i did a couple weeks ago i was like i can never do that again well on the podcast i got drunk i drank a whole bottle of wine i
5: might uh, get drunk today
1: last weekend got drunk at a wedding um
0: where someone may or may not have been present
1: where someone may or may not have been present yes uh i i did not well what? I didn't want to make this wedding about anything other than my friends, but a Mr. Jeff Foxworthy known Southern comedian was there. They're like family friends. So that was fun. Uh I showed his Out hand at the end of the people night.
4: That you could have possibly named, that was like
5: bottom <laughs> part of my list. I <laughs> how I texted, Same.
1: I think that's how I texted you guys. I was like, um, you'll literally never guess who's sitting at a table in front of me. So um, because there, there are no other guesses, but yeah, uh, he did like the, like, uh, starting the lawnmower dances. Uh, he's very charming. Didn't talk to him. Uh, cause I was drunk and I didn't want to make a fool of myself. I also didn't want him to be like, you might be a redneck if so. Um, don't want to have that happen to my face. But you don't want to be a punchline for one of his No, jokes. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Even if I was, I'd never know because I don't really watch this stuff. So,
2: I don't know. That might be like a highlight of my life. A famous comedian just like made fun of me. (laughs) Just like in their regular set list, I'm one of the stories. What? That's true. That's true. That would be cool.
1: Um, I'm drinking some tea because allergies are kicking my ass. It's a miracle tree moringa organic superfood tea. It's supposedly an Earl Grey, It doesn't taste or smell like Earl Grey, but it's all right.
4: And water. Uh, I am also dual drinking, which is to say I have about three sips left of a delicious Joe's tea, half and half. And Thanks. then we'll move to this half drunk, berry flavored Propel
0: whoa getting crazy (laughs) oh god that just uh
3: Mm. i just flashed back to 2005 for a second
4: yeah you know they still make propel i
3: I do now thank you
4: Yep. (laughs) When the water is just not quite enough gatorade water is here for you
5: (laughs) oh
0: so i guess i'm the only one drinking drinking uh we salute you thank you uh I don't have anywhere else to, uh, this, this, I have errands to be to do at home. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm drinking strawberry tart, hard cider. And I think mm-hmm. it looks like I'm about to drink this whole bottle. Um, it is from Oak Glen, which is a place in like the California mountains where they have <laughs> the California mountains. That's not what they're called. It's just in the mountains, like an hour out, out of the <laughs> way. Um, and they have like a bunch of apple orchards and pumpkin patches and, we went there oh. for our fall pics. Um Love it. It Sounds really yummy. Yeah, my husband's dream is to be a fall Pinterest influencer. So
1: <laughs> Oh my god. All year, round. <laughs> All year round.
0: Yeah. He his February birthday was fall themed. I love, <laughs> the that. Theme I love, that. love that. I love that. All right. Um so if you we've talked about glee Aggressive's Glurney in the past and they have a whole podcast where you can hear about it. Uh, so we'll just jump into the episode. Am I missing anything? Yeah, we're just going to This episode really doesn't have a lot of storylines. I was thinking about that as I was driving home. So homes.
1: much music though. It's <laughs> like and, they stuffed um, 5 episodes worth of music cuz like last not episode
2: only, not like, only is it new songs, I know, but it's it's like it's a full episode full of elevator music.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Burt that's Burt. That's why? It. Why do uh, we need 40 this? Hits.
0: That's the thing yeah. with this with a Burt Backrack themed episode is that really we've been talking about in season six. Are those birds really loud? Or
1: I can I hear them. They're chattering <laughs> a lot. They <laughs> love. This they're episode. delightful. Oh, okay. yeah,
0: it's, it's honestly fine. <laughs> okay, Seriously, I'll Colin, it's
1: fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're just hanging out in the tree. Because uh, I closed the window that's close to the road. Because he's a yeah. Disney
1: prince. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good for you.
1: They're actually fluttering. Listeners, you can't see that they're fluttering behind him. It's very casual.
0: Yeah. They're yeah. just they're making me They're doing the chores for it. him. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they're letting him get drunk on a Saturday.
0: <laughs> Thanks, birds. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just season six has really felt like they have a list of themes and songs they wanted to get to and never did. So they're really just throwing them in.
3: And it's fast. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, for just for context, in case you don't know, our in our podcast Karina seen Glee, I have not so. I am walking into like less than minimal context glee at this one. So I've I've only seen all of the first three seasons, plus one episode in season five with all of you. And now this episode. And so right off the bat, they're like a Burt Bacharach uh, theme this week. And I'm like, y'all were really out of ideas.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Burt Bacharach feels real bottom of the barrel. Like no offense to Mr. Burt Bacharach, but none at like- all. I feel like his relevance peaked when he was referenced in the Austin Powers movies, and that was
1: not... That was
3: when we were kids.
4: That was a while ago, so... Yeah,
5: he's
1: not even, like, the artist who sings these songs. He's just a composer and writer, right? So yeah, it's right. like... Uh, it's such a... It is, like, bottom of the barrel. Like, we're not even gonna do artists. We're gonna do the, the writer and composer. Yeah, like,
5: that'd be
3: boring
0: you could have at least done like a stephen schwartz week or an alan menken week or a- anybody
3: with musicals from like this century like this was 2015 there was plenty of source material to draw from oh yeah if you want to do like <laughs> the, a composer the, that has a bunch season of different random six,
1: glee didn't have the budget i think <laughs> for back yeah, I me mean, yes, exposure <laughs> thank
4: you was like, you can use my songs for free. You just have to say my name on your on your a thousand television. times. <laughs> so
0: yeah, it's because you know, it's not like these are bad songs, like I think one song, like a one Burt Backer song in an episode, sure, but like a whole episode of them. It just if you're gonna do all one artist, it has to be like a really like Michael Jackson Madonna. Um why they those are the only tribute episode that I can remember <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> they did Billy the, Joel, but that was like a poor That was
0: rough. The Beatles ones yeah. were rough. Oh, um
4: yeah, get ready for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm
4: like kind of a season six apologist. I think because at this point it they they don't care anymore and it shows in sort of like a fun way. Um, yeah. This episode is kind of a the low point of already an already like wild bad season, and I'm like this one, especially coming off of the Hurt Locker, which is just like bad <laughs> shit and yeah. also exactly. competition. And then like, oh, and now you're just Bert Bacharach, huh? Okay. <laughs>
5: okay. Yep. It's see- like this is the
4: episode you could go get up, go get a drink, you know? Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
4: Come back, you haven't
3: missed much. I yeah. felt like
2: I was walking through a department store or something, like.
5: That that's, truly is the that's energy. That's the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and like,
3: yeah. I, like, I don't know his catalog super well, but like one, no one's asking for promises, promises. There's a reason that Revival didn't do so well. Sorry, Kristen Chen and Sean Hayes. And <laughs> no, no shade to them. Love them both. Yeah. And two, like songs that like, no, aside from like the final one, what the world needs now, I feel like no one has really been like seeking those songs out in some time. So just the catalog of music in this episode is just kind of not what just no one's asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if they
1: were asking for it, they'd be asking for the specific artist rendition, not because mm-hmm. it's Burt Bacharach. You know right. what
4: this episode it's just is? It's so weird. It's a collection of songs. Each of them show up in a rom-com, like separately. <laughs> like all yeah. of these songs are sad montages in like rom-coms. And they said, we'll just take all of those
0: and put them all in one episode yeah so so this isn't a great idea for a glee episode but if you want to do like old-timey like show tunes kind of like you rod rogers and hammerstein right is like the iconic and i don't think i don't really want like a glee cover of 10 minutes ago and must have done something good you know like i don't i'm not really asking for that but like at least I would know those songs, and it connects with stories that are still well known and beloved and in community theaters across america,
1: well, oh but God. he's but he's a pop composer, that's the thing well, he's so it's like
0: both back in right the, it was there was less of a line in those right stories. but like he, back- he's just
1: like, I don't know It's it is, this 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 episode feels. Like we were saying earlier, it's just filler on top of filler. Yeah, and it's there are no stakes, like except was, for like yeah. one storyline has emotional stakes.
0: And this is before Pesic and Paul really were like, there will no longer be a division between musical theater and pop music.
3: <laughs> and like to your point, like uh, Hannah, uh, Hannah, sorry. For a second, I was like, what's your name? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's right on my screen. Um, if you wanted to do that kind of thing, where it's you're talking about the writer composer of all these well known songs. Like, there are just so many better, like Carole King. Like, I know we have Beautiful the Musical, but that could have been its own thing. I, I'm afraid of Cullen's reaction right now. You're doing Don't, great. You're doing oh. great, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> did I just like curse myself?
5: Maybe.
1: Sure, I did.
3: Depends
1: on how you feel about Carole King
3: and Alanis. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen both of those musicals IRL, so...
0: <clears throat> anyway, if I someone know else I the meme talk- of the week. <laughs> no, but I think yeah, that's a good point. There's There are other pop composers mm-hmm. that would be more relevant. I mean, right now, the only one that's coming to my head is a super problematic person who they should not do an episode on, who they've probably done a million of his songs already, which is that Dr. Luke or whatever...
5: Right. Right. Oh. The
0: one that Kesha hopefully destroyed forever. So I think mm-hmm. someone did work
5: with him recently and it was like, yikes.
0: Yeah. Was it was it Dula peep? I'm trying to remember. No. It was uh Kim Petrus, I think. Peep.
3: <laughs> is that your is that your nickname for Dua Lipa?
0: That's uh Wendy Williams nickname for Dua Lipa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay.
3: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so okay. Th- there's really only two plots this week. There's Rachel trying to get back out there with her emotional support black person, and there's
2: uh,
3: okay, Tana, yeah, Tana, and trying to Abuela. convince Abuela to go to the wedding. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, that's really it. that, that is be- it. it. You've got your mini, like, uh,
4: Sam, Mercedes, Rachel, like, yeah. romance. Oh, right, yeah.
0: But that's all kind of part Daily of the news. Rachel plot. Yeah,
4: it's the Rachel show today. <laughs> Sam, yeah.
0: Sadie's Sam, Sadie's, show. Sam, Sadie's, Uh So let's talk... So our listeners, people have been commenting that they really love this episode, and I think it's because of the Britannia stuff. Oh. Mm. Oh, y-
2: that's yeah. That's fair. I guess.
0: <laughs> Which... uh if I were to have to have a nickel for every time in the last 24 hours, I watched a piece of media where a femme ditzy bisexual really tells off an old person for being homophobic. I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot. But wow. <laughs> it's weird that it happened twice <laughs> in the last That's 24 sense. hours. What else did you watch? I was listening to the podcast, audio drama The Two Princes. OK. Yeah. Um, and I was this girl sings a song uh, about this homophobic man and I'm like wait
1: (laughs) yeah for me the storyline and actually like also the Rachel stuff it kind of just felt like um, like an after school special kind of like very cliche and tropey mostly like feel good content which is like fine but
0: they really should have had no
1: substance
0: this today, Br- Brittany would have sang You Need to Calm Down but oh, She so would yeah, have. Maybe. Oh, God, yeah. Way yeah. to I mean,
3: Abuela Lopez's face. <laughs> with a like,
0: mashup of I Forgot That You Existed.
3: And now, like, nowadays, there are so many, like, LGBTQ plus, like, forward artists with, like, that their music being about that. Like, they would have had a field day today yeah. On that kind of concept. Yeah, because we just had Alfie. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that
0: song. I forgot
3: Which, about
4: it. Having just watched the episode, I have subsequently already forgotten
0: about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had a, a John Denver Christmas CD with the Muppets that I I didn't really care for as a kid. But in it, there's a song called Alfie the Singing Christmas Tree or something about, like, Alfie's dream, <laughs> this tree's dreams for world peace. It's rough. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I could think of. She's like singing this song, and it's it's Whenever wild.
4: I see that they do a song called Alfie. I always think it's the Lily Allen song.
0: Yes, that's yeah. what mm. this
1: whole time I'm like, brother, is that what we're talking about? <laughs>
4: it never is, and I get excited. I'm huh? like, okay, I'd like to secretly do that, and then they just didn't do that song.
0: No, <laughs> so we just keep avoiding talking about this plot because it's boring. <laughs>
2: Let's go. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I know, Alyssa needs to get to that I have hat.
5: places to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we can get through this pretty quickly, essentially. Yeah. Famous last words. But, uh, they're talking about their... Oh, yeah, Britney finds out that her dad is Stephen Hawking.
1: Oh, yeah. We what? find out that her dad might be Ken Jeong.
5: <laughs> yeah. And yeah.
1: her mom is Jennifer Coolidge, which so makes sense. I, I think Jennifer I like Coolidge with, with Blessing I Us. I like like, your also,
4: the joke of like Jennifer Coolidge playing against type and being like the reasonable parent. I loved it. It was so great.
3: Also, I love that Britney like so my theory from the beginning was that Britney's the smartest one on this series and I felt so validated when she was doing like legitimate math, like calculations and stuff. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, I am I love that for her and for all of us.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, so it's- funny cuz like Clearly, her dad is super. Her real dad is super smart, Stephen Hawking. So she's secretly very smart, but then she's also very dumb because her dad that she grew up around isn't I'm very smart.
0: And I, she also and that's such went a
1: complex to, thing. They don't answer. I love it. It's so weird.
0: And she went to that high school where the that, Spanish teacher can't speak Spanish
5: yep, until he's replaced by he a Martin. Because that's yeah. Ricky
0: Martin, yeah. Uh, and who may or may not have had a thing with his nephew. We don't want to talk about that. but Yeah, uh, no one
4: yeah. allegedly... <laughs> not talking that about. news dropped like a couple weeks or maybe like the week after we recorded that episode. That's right.
5: Uh-oh. Well, you
1: guys are like, I love Ricky Martin. He's the best. Oh, thanks.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, Yeah. So Britney's just like, oh, my gosh. And because she just had she got mad because our uh, Jennifer Coolidge got mad because Ken Jong couldn't properly explain whether he was virile or sterile. So she then went to the bathroom and for whatever reason, saw Stephen Hawking in the bathroom and had sex with him.
2: OK, is that how the story went? OK, did, yeah. did she do this on their honeymoon? yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And got London. that part right. That I was having such a hard time following the story. All I got from it was that she had sex with Stephen Hawking on their honeymoon and Brittany was born. And that's fair
3: <laughs> because this that's all we get of that. She mentioned Stephen Hawking one more time towards the end of the episode. But like all of that, like first five minutes was for nothing, <laughs> more or less.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no stakes. Nothing comes out of that because that scene ends
2: with. It Oh yeah, I am new. Sad, which I thought was not nice. Right. It was not yeah, nice. He seems like a nice dude. And um, memory problems are not associated with lower, like Jesus Christ, low IQs. Right. Yeah. I would like to say um, this as a person with memory problems no
0: and a high Thank IQ. You. And Ryan Murphy I really should so I, I don't know.
2: I I, I think it's probably it. higher than 60, but <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think Ryan Murphy should be talking about anyone's memory problems because <laughs> does you remember anything that's happened before on Glee?
2: No. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, so
1: like this scene ends with her being like, oh yeah, I have news too. Santana and I are getting married.
0: I and mean, she didn't and then, tell them right away.
1: And then that's it.
2: Like that's, this is just the weirdest scene. They it doesn't make so, any sense. They were super happy when they found out she was getting yeah. married. Right and that was, that was really yeah. cute and nice. I love their reaction.
3: Also, yeah. so I'm glad that they do address the fact that like Ken Jong is Brittany's dad. So she's half Asian question mark. And the second I write that note, they were like, not nah, Stephen Hawking. And I was like, <laughs> not better.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That means she's also a British citizen. <laughs> Good for her. She should be, they probably have to register it now, but you know, she could get two passports, one for the U.S. and one for
0: Great Britain. Yeah, I'm just trying to, I was working overtime today, so I didn't have time to make the detailed notes. I was like, I need to make, because right now at this point, like Glee is just like evaporating from my mind the moment I watch it. (laughs) Um, Deborah Messing, was that in the storyline? I can't remember. Oh
1: yeah, she she says something about
0: that's later. Thinking about is Debra, yeah, Debra Messing, and I was like from the movie Bros, yeah,
1: from from the show Smash. (laughs) 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 Her two most notable
0: roles. So Brittany is talking with Santana, and she's like, "You should invite your abuela. You really love her." And Santana talks about like playing wedding with her, and it's actually a really a lot of the emotional stuff with Brittany and santana in this arc is like effective you're like oh like you get that she has this complicated relationship where she really loves and admires this woman but she's also really hurt by her rejecting her and her name is alma which i'm like she's alba too close to alba on jane yeah. the virgin like can we have an, a, a slightly different abuela name
1: I literally had to rewind it and put on the closed captions. Be like, "I'm sorry, did they just steal Jane the Virgin's character name?" No, okay, Alma. Still too close.
3: And these were happening around the same time too. Yeah. Right.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Wah.
0: So she, so Brittany essentially, pretends to be a nurse, which this is giving very season one Glee, actually. Yes. Mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. i was like this actually kind of like makes sense in the world of glee it's not completely absurd it's like uh, completely absurd but not like
2: this storyline specifically feels like it came from a earlier season of glee and they just Mm -hmm. stuck it in the sixth season because there's
0: like real emotional stakes i guess yeah
2: (laughs) yeah um when she like opens the
1: door and she's like Abuela Lopez, I die. <laughs> I was like, what? I love this.
0: And she eventually just kind of like charms her way in and then is like can we just watch telenovelas?
1: Yeah, and she's <laughs> like, do you mind? Like, I cannot miss my telenovelas. Like, she does it with an accent and all of a sudden, she can speak Spanish, apparently. Yeah. right.
0: I'm I almost mean, on a they, year of Joe Lingo. She learned going. it
1: at yeah. MIT, I guess. I mean,
2: where? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like the minute a Spanish speaking Spanish teacher entered the high school, Brittany caught
1: on. Honestly, you know what? It probably was Ricky Martin who was like, <laughs> Brittany, you're not stupid.
3: Like you're I super know you smart. can do this. You just, learned just started Spanish speaking Spanish
1: to her. Yeah. And she just starts, she just starts repeating right back. Like she's so smart.
3: I do feel like there was, I could not tell you when or where, but I do feel like there was one time where she just says the line like, and I'm smarter than all of you.
0: Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And
3: she, like right. she
0: says that at one point. She just hey, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure she did. She doesn't like the school system, and who can blame her?
3: Yeah. I mean, Karina and I talk about all the time on our podcast how the education system in this specific town is clearly garbage.
0: Yeah, like the amount of characters in this show who are, like, abnormally dumb. Is a Can lot like, because like Finn was dumb, and then Sam was dumb, and then Brittany right. was dumb, and Puck was dumb, and Mercedes didn't know what broccoli was, and you're like, oh,
3: oh right,
0: yeah. I forgot wow. about that. <laughs> yeah, because Mercedes is usually like one of the like Her more smarter. real <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. like adult, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So then uh, they're she's like watching they're watching the telenovelas, and she sees the ring uh Awelus is ring. it's like oh you're engaged to your husband and Brittany kind of evades and they talk and so they're becoming friends and she asks her to go on fondue for two Kesa, Kesa Kesa por so. Love that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> which she sold to Univision for two seasons. Which Get your money, Brittany. Good for you, girl.
1: Keeps this this bit keeps getting better. <laughs> it's so good.
0: And that's the thing. Is I think if Glee was made now, they would do it to the point where it's bad. But like, Brittany should have been an influencer the whole time yes, because yeah, there's yeah. the whole plot. Remember, I think it was season two where Rachel wanted her to wear her clothes.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, everything about Britney just makes total sense as an influencer because it's, like, like Paris Hilton, like, I my brand is to be dumb, but in order to run this brand, I have to be very smart. Yep. So, yeah, and because then eventually, like, she's like, I'm meeting my Latino fans uh, and, like, signing stuff for them, which uh, reminds me of usually if, if Rafa walks in while I'm watching Glee, he's like, why are you watching White Supremacy?, Uh, (laughs) Um, so there, uh, it's, wait, yeah. So she's, she has the abuela on and it's asking about like, how did you meet the love of your life? And she's like, well, my first husband, like Pedro Lopez, uh, was my high school sweetheart. And then he died in Vietnam. And then my second husband, his last name was also Lopez we met and fell in love and we were married for years and years and years. So she's, yeah, so Santana's just watching her abuela on, in a coffee shop, watching Fondue <laughs> for Two, just like listening to her abuela talk about love and it's just like, ah, uh, what? So Brittany yeah, did not tell her. She did not. like
1: abuela's thing on there is like, oh, like family comes first, like they're your blood. You're, they're always going to be full, there for you and stuff like that. So like, but I don't remember how the conversation went to that. It just kind of feels like it came out of nowhere. Because she talked about
0: eloping and she's like, no, you have to be there oh, with your friends, right. your family to support you.
1: That's right.
3: That's right. What I do appreciate about like this scene specifically is she calls back to the nursing home production of Peter Pan which oh, was yes. the last episode yes. that Karina and I guested on here. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you did that on
0: purpose. No, but I, uh, I saw her saw that when she did that. She was like, You can play Pierre Pan and like it had nursing home production. And I was like, Oh my I know God. A guy. <laughs> I know a guy. I appreciate
3: that.
2: Um, I would also like to highlight, I think the star of this particular scene and a couple other scenes uh lord hubbington mm-hmm.
5: just it was
2: just incredible he, he was, was
0: playing with a pinata and reading yep. and, and you,
2: reading your cats are reading it,
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: we got a That's ton pissed. of reaction shots from him this episode <laughs> it was great he got to eat tuna on
1: stage mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I Slash think... Slash a dream sequence.
0: Oh, yeah. I forget. it Because I'm like, okay, we're following the... But there is this scene where she's like, Artie, welcome to my bedroom. And Artie's like, we dated. And I she's know, like... Yeah. I, th- I think I'd remember dating someone with glasses. And she's like, I want you to be my wedding planner. And she, they're going over themes. And it's like... They're talking about heaven. And she sings this... I think it's Dionne Warwick, the... Loving, wishing, wishing and open. Mm-hmm. yeah,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, so they have this fantasy with uh, Blaine and Sam are also in it
1: swinging
2: around. There's a ton uh, of people in it. This is the probably the highest production value we've seen in a song in a, in a while,
4: yeah.
1: For
2: this, I know, this. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean, she, she deserves, deserves like, it.
4: Forget that it's another uh, already Kevin McHale can actually walk.
5: Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah.
4: you always forget that there's so, like, another one and it's like so, oh
1: yes. yeah so like if this is Britney's dream sequence like I guess it makes sense that she like has already walking because she didn't even remember that they dated so like I guess that makes sense um
5: yeah, she doesn't yeah. Remember, but,
1: like, does he still
2: wear glasses I feel yes.
5: Like
2: he shouldn't be wearing glasses <laughs> in that scene <laughs> that's funny I I would have been a better
5: joke see, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs>
1: but um when she first is like yeah i want you to be the wedding planner i was like why and then she's like oh well you're a director and i was like okay i can see the logic i guess
0: she's like you haven't had much to do and but isn't he also supposed (laughs) to be in new york at film school
1: oh yes aren't they all supposed (laughs) to be somewhere else
4: (laughs) yeah when he showed up i was like how did they justify already being in town right now because like kurt's doing a thesis and Rachel's depressed. Sam works there, but I'm like, why? How did Artie get here?
2: Uh, you know, dropped out maybe. I think it was revealed in a previous episode that Brittany can open portals with her mind oh, or something. Yeah. nice, good, yeah. So we'll probably that. The thing, is,
3: the thing is, like, you. I don't know if you're being facetious as yourself, or if this was a bit in the show, or if she actually this is like show canon. I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> He's gonna wait. And I'm just gonna wait. It's kind of and then when it great. comes up, <laughs> and when it comes up, if it comes up, I'm going to be like, "Why does that sound familiar?"
0: <laughs> because I too have memory problems. Yeah, it. So they they sing that. So already because she's like, being with Santana makes me feel like I'm in heaven. But also, we could do Underworld, and that was funny.
1: So Underworld is in the place or the movie series? Because I'm Beckinsale. in both as a wedding with Kate Beckinsale, of course.
0: Yeah, so well, also, that-
3: there's a lady Tubbington we find out here. Yes, yeah, there's yes, there's been Congrats.
0: Lady Tubbington. Yeah, for you minute.
1: haven't met Lady Tubbington yet. Oh my goodness, no, it feels like for ages that they've been together. They seem to Just have seven. a happy marriage,
0: yes, I'm but before them, mm-hmm. you will Lord be upset the in the episode when you meet her because I don't remember which episode that is. So,
4: damn it, but, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna I, <laughs> that was been looming over my mind for a while.
0: Yeah, so I literally you
4: know, don't like, even remember.
2: You know, like, I don't know
0: either. You were just like from the moment I started the podcast, there were several episodes I was like, oh, fuck we're gonna have to talk about this. Yep. The, the first was the Finn saying the F word. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was the first one I was dreading. And then there are other things you realize I should have been dreading this, but uh, yeah. So she convinces the abuela, or I mean, her name's Alma, <laughs> which just calling her abuela, <laughs> but she convinced I bet in the script, though, it just says abuela. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure it does. So they she brings her to this auditorium, and she's like, oh, do you, like, work here? Your, your fiancé work here? And she's like, no, I just want you to, like, sit down. And then Santana, It's a
2: surprise for you. You're gonna love it.
0: Yeah. Santana's there. She starts singing Alfie. Uh... Brittany eventually joins her. Everyone, I think except Rachel, who's auditioning, is there, including these uh,
1: students, the
0: students who don't really know this woman. Uh, And And
1: in the world of Glee, of the Glee Club, they should be the ones leading these weekly assignment projects. And here they are doing the work of 21 year olds and their personal lives. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's... They
4: got nothing this
0: week. They've not really gotten anything this season.
4: Which is a shame. So bad. I quite like them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, like, I also don't care about them because the show doesn't care. So it's like, (laughs) I want more of them, but I also, like, take it or leave it, I guess.
0: You know how there's that show, Kevin Can Fuck Himself, that's, like, about, like, a sitcom wife, like, breaking? Mm -hmm. I want one about, like, a late season teen drama add-on. Ooh. Like everyone just treats my life like it's like in-between filler between like other people's lives who've already graduated. Why are they still at this school? Like I mean, y'all are writers. Get on it. Like I love that. All right.
5: Who I would
1: buy are we it. picking? Roderick or Jane? Or should we just do both?
0: Yeah, they're both. They, Roderick, notice, Jane. Both. they notice together that they're side characters and the twins or whatever are like, no. This is how it's supposed yeah, to
1: be. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. And postmodern gay is also like in on the real world. It's like, yeah, no, this is this is it. I'm I'm a cool jock. I don't abide by other
0: rules.
3: Yeah, yeah. These I love characters this. characters in the
0: show. They are characters yeah. in the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see several
3: of them in the. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not I just, that you would know cuz right. exactly, exactly. I know there is a kitty and she exists could not pick her up. She could put, walk into my apartment and punch me in the face wouldn't know who she is. Yeah. She would
1: oh, do, do that, that too. That sounds that. like kitty.
4: <laughs>
0: you will again cursed. You're gonna meet kitty soon and you're just gonna oh. uh that ruined my life. Uh, oh, I can't
4: believe we have to start season four soon.
3: <laughs> Karina, thank you for taking this adventure with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and so uh Abuela is just like, I still won't come to your wedding because Santana's like, you taught me how to be a strong Latino woman. I want you there at my wedding. Like, I love you. I forgive you. I just want you there. And she's like, I can't, I love you, but I can't support your sin. I can't support this. Girls marry boys, not girls. And I'm like, well, technically, like, women marry men because, like, yeah. children shouldn't yeah. be getting married. But, anyways. Uh, <laughs> and then she's, Brittany's just like, you know what? the they did research and they they say that
1: the new york times and i'm like okay writer
0: <laughs> uh the new york that gen- your- sources girl <laughs> generational turnover <laughs> is the big reason for support in gay marriage and she's like which is smart people of saying waiting for uptight old bitches to die and you know people like you like you can't stop us from getting married anymore, but like, you're just annoying and we can't wait for you all to die and go away. It's honestly, still relevant. I feel like, not to be political, <laughs> but I feel
3: like of the yes. TikTok discourse has been like, we're just waiting for you bimmers to die.
0: Um, yeah, it is peak Obama era optimism though, Yeah, because I think in a post Trump America, you realize that there are a lot of young people who don't like the gays, not in the same numbers, yeah. But,
4: homophobia is not just for boomers anymore.
0: Yeah. they've uh, <laughs> like, rebranded. There was a new, I think it was New York Times, I was talking about like New York hipsters who like are converting to Catholicism for the aesthetic and because they like kind of like the homophobia and I'm yeah, like,
5: that's so- cracks. <laughs> that's
0: Yeah, and I'm no, like, that's
4: a real article. I read it.
0: Yeah, no, oh, it's, yeah. Boy. I read that, and I was just like, um, some of us were like born into this and are like <laughs> maybe trying to make it better, and like this is our heritage that we would like to be better. And you're like, can we just like make the worst parts worse? And I'm like, thanks for that.
3: I mean, not to not to make it too much <laughs> of a tangent, but like I feel like that is so. Par for the course because all of like the hippies in the sixties and the seventies became the yuppies of the eighties and nineties and completely reversed course. Like we're just repeating ourselves. And um, I believe it and I hate it. And um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk <laughs> because
0: <laughs> I think to some people like they just want to be edgy. And if homophobia right now is kind of edgier than like being accepting,
3: but we already lived through no. the Glee era. Uh, that was peak comedy of punching down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's upsetting. It's upsetting. And so it's like <laughs> Brittany is partially right, but you're also like this is def- this is very Obama. Uh you did not know what was coming. You didn't you weren't ready for Judge Clarence Thomas, uh who <laughs> had been around, but yeah. Eh.
2: This conversation yeah. in general like I liked all Pretty much everything leading up to this conversation in this storyline, because I felt like it was emotionally um, sound. And then this confrontation happened, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, what? Yeah, I agree."
1: Um, it, it was, This it is was where the the after school special thing kind of coming in. It's like, yeah, we're hitting a theme. We're hitting a lesson really
2: hard. <laughs> with and a you giant see it, hammer you literally see it when britney makes a 180 in her uh approach uh, in her approach it's, was, it's literally like a complete 180 mm-hmm. degree turn and i'm like oh that's uh wow okay yeah she's, she like, one.
1: she's like oh i'm just i'm glad that you're not going to be coming
0: Because her her whole thing was, like, I'm going to get to know her. I'm going to kind of, like, smooth her, charm her. Then she's just, like, you know what, fuck you. Can't wait till you're dead.
1: But, like, if, like, I... I mean, obviously, this would be, like, being too realist. Like, if I can be, like, a bit more... Just the fact that, like, she spent one day, not even a whole day with this woman, took her on her weird internet show, and then, like, made her watch Santana sing... And then they have a sort of song. <laughs> yeah.
0: <I mean, laughs> they been a great performance. Um, yeah.
1: Alma's like, but oh around
3: I was gonna <laughs> yes, I was gonna say maybe the only time it would be appropriate.
1: But like it kind of feels like they didn't put in enough effort to like do what they should have done was like to show her that like this is real love. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna trick her to come here to talk to Santana, it should be like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to prove to you that our relationship is valid and that like, we are valid and what you think is wrong. Like
2: to, yeah. Like she wasn't really getting to know her. Yeah, And like, it should have been not only that this is true love, but this is also like a real thing that happens. Like this is real hate. And there was, there was no sort of like, um, cathartic moment where they were grieving for that lost relationship which i i thought was uh kind of disappointing yeah because
1: like i feel like it would be maybe even more painful Mm -hmm. i don't know it'd be just as painful to go through this again after possibly getting her hopes up that like oh like she's coming she's coming to see me maybe we can patch this up and then having that all torn away again like It's Yeah, yeah, there should be more emotional uh, aftermath for that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the things where Britney telling her off was really cathartic. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like something that every LGBT person kind of wants to do. But it's also like something you can't really do because at the end of the day, it's not very productive.
5: Right. So this was
4: Glee, like thinking that they were being very edgy. By having this right. be the outcome, mm. not like not having it be that she turns around and sees that love is love. They're like, no, we're gonna like have Brittany be like actually fuck you without being able to see it say that essentially because it's Fox. But yeah, yeah. Like, no, we're gonna go this edgy route and but yeah, it doesn't have any emotional payoff. It's just sort of like almost like a thrill more so than anything yeah. else.
1: And then Santana's just like, yeah, no, we're gonna be fine. And it's like.
2: I would not be fine after that conversation. I wouldn't be fine from the moment that I found out like you invited my grandma to fondue for two. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Yeah. She just kind
3: of scowls for a few seconds (laughs) and then just kind of moves past it every time it comes up.
2: Like just because you intend to do something nice for someone doesn't mean that's what happens. Like you gotta think things through right it's not always a positive outcome yeah like this like and also like yeah she
1: she gave it the old britney try, but like like an authentic like actually getting to know her like i don't know i'm assuming this is gonna resolve or have a happy ending eventually maybe in the next couple episodes so it's like
3: i feel like they resolved it here and i think like Again, Karene and I have only gone through half the series so far, but they have put so much more gravity and investment in, investment of time into the Kurt plot line, the Karofsky thing up to this point. Yeah, that they kind of gloss over the Santana's queer journey of it all. Between she kind of like she comes out to her mom, she's fine with it. She comes out to her grandma, uh, she's not. Bummer. And then this kind of felt yeah. like a reiteration of that, where like, even though it's a whole plot line, to echo what you were saying, the investment of time stakes emotion is just not the same as it had been for Kurt. Right. Uh, that's yeah. not fair. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah, it's not.
0: Yeah, queer women really get the short end
5: of the stick.
4: Almost yeah. like the show didn't intend to put any queer women in the in the show in the first place and only did it because of uh the actor
1: Yeah, being like, um, hello, yes, I would like to have this character represented, please, and thank you.
4: Well, it's like they saw like, ah shit, our fans really want these women to be queer, so I guess we have to.
3: Right. The one throwaway line that launched a thousand ships.
4: Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: If sex were dating Santana and I would be dating. And there you go. That's how it was born. Too bad we can't just have lesbians and bisexual women with other women a punchline. What a shame. They actually have to have dimension.
2: Did they did they try? Is this this the, this is them trying to to give give them dimension? Trying, yes. Yes. Yeah. But
1: so, okay, so basically, like after this, they just kind of go to it's just like the group singing to them. Right. Because that's it. Right.
2: Um.
4: yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll be your family now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, cause, yeah. I was like, hey, so, so there's a problem. Artie's like, hey, there's a problem with the seating arrangements. You know, it's not taking a, a seat away because right. Abuela's not going to be there. It's to add 8,000 more to your family table. And then they all come out and they're like, we love you. We want to be there to support you. And then love they just are like,
2: they're just like, can we be part of the wedding party? Um, yeah.
5: like I don't need to presumptuous
1: (laughs) yeah really I honestly Rachel and Santana's relationship has never really been resolved and there will be more stuff that you guys will see but like at this point I don't even know what the status of their friendship or relationship is so like Rachel being like I'm gonna be there for you it's like
2: I don't know Santana would be into that (laughs) Mm-mm. I have a lot of questions about this scene in particular. I mean, it's nice that, you know, their friends are there to support them. But also, you know, just not all be part of the wedding party. That's too expensive. <laughs> well, even that, just like
1: putting that many uh, chairs around a table. Like, how big is this family table? Like, because Santana be- has parents. Brittany has parents. It's like, what? How is this going to work? Artie, you have to figure this out. Um, um yeah, logistics.
2: Literally just choose one person. I mean, that's how it would go. Or you could do the thing where you take the chair out, which Artie said he didn't mm-hmm. want to do. But that that's seems like the, easiest, yeah, the yeah. easiest
1: solution. It's the one that makes the most sense too. Like, okay, so out of those people, so it's Artie, potentially Artie, but Sam, uh Mercedes, Rachel, Kurt, Blaine. Am I missing anyone else? Or is it just the five of them?
2: I think it was, Kitty was up there, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kitty yeah. was there for some reason. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Santana would never let a this
1: demon at her wedding. Yeah. Because Kitty's like, oh, oh no, Kitty's there because she's like, oh, yeah. And then, like, us and the new kids, we're going to go and cater. I wanted to see Roger right. be like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't agree to that. Like, that's what I want to see. <laughs>
2: Kitty had her hair down and for a hot second, I was like, who is that? I did not recognize her.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. So it's going to be a logistical nightmare this wedding, if it ever happens.
3: I mean, My hot take is like, give that seat to Quinn. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. where's
1: Quinn? That makes the most sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And have the rest of the Glee Club at their own table. Done.
2: Yeah. Yep
3: yeah will was it, also there it should there. go to
2: quinn i mean they were will. The...
3: yo oh, yeah, will, will Schuster jump
0: scare here <laughs> <laughs> and, like,
2: yes
3: i was literally, literally came out
0: of nowhere thinking earlier in the episode oh there's no will that's really nice
3: same <laughs> and i and then i texted karina will Schuster jump scare warning um <laughs> and then like then because then at, i think maybe after this like it cuts to they're all at will and emma's place and all of a sudden like will and emma, emma. are both there emma except and you know
5: mm,
2: first the baby is not the same baby as before because, because they had to cover its hair
0: this is the funniest it's, fucking scene this is scene. the third baby <laughs> i
2: think know? they've gone through and this, then you know emma's not the real emma because the, you never see
5: her face, face.
0: you know what? because that was me that was <laughs> me i wore yes. that wig i put the wig on in the dress and pretend to be emma and held britney's ring you know, that was me, yes. actually. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I was honored totally totally like, the doctor with you today.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I literally was losing my mind. I was like, okay, why are we not seeing her face? I was like, oh, surely I just missed it's it. I her. watched that sequence <laughs> twice,
5: all the way through. I was like, oh, did like,
4: I, I just
1: blink at the wrong time? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought, too. But, like, and then, it like, they so... had that shot, like, looking at Britney's <laughs> ring, and I was like, Oh God, they've replaced her with some like random PA and a ginger wig or something.
5: That I is just
0: so fucking funny. It, it I was screaming hilarious. and it was, I was like, is Rafa gonna come home from work and see me screaming at a glee cover of what the world needs now? But it was yeah, like it's just,
1: so cringe.
0: Just like, I mean, I get it. Jamie Mays, I think, was actually filming another show at the time. I think the the trial show. Uh she was like a southern evil antagonist lawyer lady, I think, in it. Oh, um, um, her
1: yeah, it's uh,
0: <laughs> Ed uh, the, on the murder in her sitcom class. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good part. So she probably wasn't available for this bit part, but it's just funny. They're like, "Well, it's weird. Mm-hmm. We've already shown his apartment without Emma so many times." So <laughs> they just.
1: Yeah, so like they literally they're like, well, we have to like make sure people know that like they're still together. <laughs> All right, uh Emily, come here. They just pull a <laughs> random PA because like roughly Jayma Mace's size. <laughs> Close and enough.
0: It, it's just they so even funny. match the
1: number. No no. They're like, yeah. no one will ever notice. And I'm like, <laughs> eagle eye. <laughs>
4: Podcasters they were will always notice
3: i was gonna say they weren't anticipating a community of po- of glee podcasts <laughs> 10 years later we not nothing even better five to do later.
4: except
1: for go frame by frame to see <laughs> if we see jama mays's face <laughs> or the mystery person's face
0: okay um, this but is very, in that montage this is also very random has jama Maze ever played gertrude mcfuzz or is there just a weird way that i connected my brain
3: I No, it makes perfect
0: sense. I would absolutely pay top
3: dollar to see that. I think that's perfect casting.
0: Okay. I, I don't know why, why are those connected, but okay. What are you saying, Hannah?
3: In this montage, does anything
1: interesting happen? Because the only thing I remember is <laughs> like Sam and Rachel sitting on a couch
0: chatting. chatting. And yeah, Mercedes and is it. like, I approve.
5: Like, right, it literally like feels whole, pointless.
3: Like the whole Rachel thing was like, mercedes got her to like got the boys together to convince her she's auditioning for a new show in new york and now she's back in ohio and i guess telling people about it maybe
0: and maybe kitty takes something from arty he like
2: oh, she like a forgets- yes a plate of food it was like a pie or something like clink plates <laughs> that's weird yeah
0: um <laughs> that's I- all i have to say I think some of my notes. Uh, I was so happy Will was there. Kitty and Santana, Deborah Messing, because is where Brittany says she's doing better boyla and Deborah Messing and something else. Oh, um, yeah. Those poor new kids. My life as a late season edition in a teen drama. Kitty should not have to forgive Artie.
1: No, absolutely he not. not. Like, <laughs> he had a text drafted to break up with her.
0: Yeah. Fuck Artie. That's something to look for. terrible
5: person.
1: Terrible <laughs> person.
0: And my final note is for that says the back of Emma's head. I'm
5: screaming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I have something uh the same thing. Uh is that Emma with seven exclamation or question marks? Or is it a woman in a ginger wig? Oh, that's not Emma. We never see her face in all caps. Um, so that's what I've got for that.
0: Uh so there's let's get let's get to the Rachel Bullshit. Um
3: Okay.
2: Well,
0: so, is. I genuinely just thought
3: that we skipped over it because we didn't care. Yeah, no, no exactly. Like, because we were because we were talking about like there's no stakes here. Fine, like yeah. we don't need to talk about it. But <laughs> yes, proceed. proceed. That is the crazy thing
1: is that like the stakes for the Santana Britney stuff is very loose. But like it's I understand something.
0: it. You get that but she loves her Abuela and it's like stakes. Yeah, she tells Brittany, you know, you're my family now, right? Um, because this whole thing, the Glee Club is a family, and you know, please, she has a family. Toxic. She's a mother. We're
3: still talking about them instead of Rachel.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but okay. that's things
1: like Rachel has. There's no stakes. It's just crazy.
0: I just have Our to find the list of songs because uh I don't remember it. Up. Okay, so Rachel and Sam are singing "I'll Never Fall in Love Again." Uh.
5: It happens.
0: Kissing, getting pneumonia. Not I even a like, minute
1: into the episode song, I was like,
0: "Yeah, like,
3: God!" Practically cold open on this song that I only know because like one of my studio teachers assigned it to a kid in our class. Mm. Like, I think I feel like the minority
0: there. Yeah, that didn't that didn't happen <laughs> yeah. to me. I think I only know the Glee version. Oh God. Um, oh,
4: my mom likes this song. Oh, I. I love that. I have
2: never heard any of these songs. However, I thought that I knew them and then realized I didn't. I love it. You're
1: like <laughs> coming along and you're like, oh, that's the wrong melody. I don't know. This song. That, that's a
2: different song. What is this? What am I
1: listening to? That's the power of Burt Bacharach, baby.
0: <laughs> BB that sounds
1: like everything <laughs> else.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so they're, they, Kurt and Rachel, are like, we're doing Burt Bacharach and the Glee kids are like, I guess we're on the show. Uh, and Mercedes <laughs> yeah. is like, I'm back to mentor y'all, and I'm like, about Mercedes. Bert Bacharach. I'm like yeah, Mercedes, when you think Mercedes,
4: you think Bert? <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: Mercedes, you're doing so well. You're having, why, why are that? you
5: here?
3: <laughs> She's number eighty nine on the charts. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, was, <laughs> that me, song, the, what was it called? Shaking my head. I hated that song. That's the one where she just says, throws it in, why do Republicans hate the Blacks? Uh, yeah, it is, that song was not good. I was smh sang that song. Uh, yeah, so Mercedes is back, and they're, Sam and Rachel sing I'll Never Fall in Love Again, and they're like, oh, we'll go on a date. Breadsticks, yeah, okay, and then they both blow each other off because it's like too much to get back out there. And Sam still has All feelings screen. for Mercedes. This, this yeah. is something we don't see. Yeah. It's totally
1: just, they're telling you. And I'm like, ah, oh, this, this is great. I love that.
0: Well, because Sam's like, I want to apologize for blowing you off. And I thought he was about to cancel. Like, I thought he was, was yeah, canceling the day. They just didn't, of them show. didn't show. And we're just like, we I blew you off. Success, that
2: day.
0: <laughs> yeah, they couldn't. <laughs> yeah. But okay. I mean, I guess they have history as people who know each other, but like if I had a date and like they blew me off, not even like, sorry, I can't make it just like stood me up. No
5: text. Yeah.
0: I'd be like, okay, so we're not dating.
2: Yeah. We're we're not not friends. We're not interested. (laughs) This is a no go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause the, the no text back is, uh, that is one of my like ultimate, like, oh, okay. Like I'll take almost any excuse, but if you're not even going to give me an excuse, like. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so she's like, I just, I'm scared to get back out there. And Mercedes is back and she's all like, hi, my personality in the past couple of seasons has mainly become about supporting you. Um, even though we did not get along sometimes before anyways, she's like. I got you an audition on Broadway for a new original musical. Hit, Hit no. list.
3: <laughs> Ooh. From smash. Ooh.
0: I, Ooh. which I think would have been a way better season five plot. If she was in an original musical, as opposed to funny girl.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. it would have
0: made a lot more sense
2: yeah yeah it
0: would have like if she was in some kind of indie off Broadway musical that did well and made its way to Broadway la hit list
1: sleeper hit,
0: yeah, featuring more friends than you know, Marley original oh God. Uh, so she uh she's, she's like, I'm gonna sing this so she sings. Baby, it's you to Rachel with Rachel, Brittany, and Santana as her background. was the funniest fucking thing to me.
1: She literally is like in the choir room, like, "Hey, we have a surprise for you." And I thought it was like, "Oh, we're gonna be singing it to you." you in the audience. She's literally wearing this <laughs> awful wig, and she's singing it along with them. There's no one in the audience, and then the song is over, and Mercedes turns to her and is like, "Hey." Go what get him,
2: thinking? Tiger. And I'm you like, It took me a good 30 seconds to realize that the third happening? backup singer was, was Rachel. Rachel. No, I was yeah. like, <laughs> Wait, is that, that sugar?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was so out of character. Like, regardless yeah. of how Rachel's doing, I do not believe for a millisecond that Rachel would have agreed to be backup for
0: anybody.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I a thousand percent agree with yeah. you.
0: and like, I was like, It's sugar. I was convinced sugar was sugar. <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. I that would have, been
4: I would have. throwback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: I also watched uh, this fully believing it was going to be like non-diegetic. Like, oh, look at the fun fantasy sequence they're having. Like,
5: yeah, in these fun the most and diegetic.
4: Then, and then it ends and they start talking to each other. I'm like they actually went through the effort to put on these wigs and costumes and dress this set uh-huh. to sing this song to nobody. In A the middle of the song, presumably. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like working this is her
0: job i mean barely yeah. these glee kids are not getting any attention from their teachers and she's like, not
2: getting paid so no, she's just sort of there
0: oh no yeah, yeah.
2: she's a volunteer so, <laughs> this is
1: it's just so wild and then right then rachel's like thanks for doing this i really needed it um but no
5: <laughs> and then she
1: just like walks away <laughs>
2: And then most- leaving Mercedes to clean this all up? Mercedes doesn't work here. I don't understand why she is like refusing. Until we have the scene where she explains why. Yes. But that doesn't happen till the end of the storyline. <laughs> and we consider this our A plot correct? Is this our A plot today? Probably, yeah. yeah it's supposed, supposed to, be, to be, I think. Our protagonist for
1: this yeah. show now.
0: So I mean we're very just much thinking. the
1: protagonist of the season.
0: The protagonist since kind of like halfway through season one. Yeah. Uh and they bust it season two, episode one. <laughs> 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 With the Sunshine Crack House plot.
3: Oh yeah, never forget. That,
0: yeah, that's a never real forget. turning. You literally point. can't. Yeah, because uh, if I went to school with Rachel, I would never forget the time she sent some girl to a crack house.
3: No, I would be no, talking about it all, all the time. time. It would absolutely be the kind of thing where, like, we bring it up all the time. We're like, what, well, we're just roasting you because we're friends, but,
0: <laughs> but like, we all call you crack but we house all hate girl. You. <laughs> it yeah. would be
1: in the yearbook every single year until she graduated, and then after she graduated, we would just have her in there honorary, dispensary. like, and,
2: hey. Legends, we yeah. would
3: we would be like here's the address of our ten year high school reunion and it would be that crack house or it would be a different yes. crack house but like yeah. it would It'd absolutely be, like be another
1: crack house yeah and absolutely. then like
3: someone would text her be like LOL jk like we're
0: all at, we're all at breadsticks come through at least it yeah. wasn't an active crack house winky face right <laughs> Tina would do that and I want her to do that it, it uh, would be <laughs> Tina and I would be here for it yeah Tina and Gwen yep. are just doing yeah, that together. Totally yes. Yeah. So, okay. So she, they're, so Mercedes comes up to the boys and it's like, hey, I'm here. I'm Rachel's emotional support black person this week. We are singing this song and, to her. And she's also and- telling Rachel she needs to date Sam. And Rachel's like, well, he still kind of swims for you, and she's like, we're just friends, I've moved on. Which is fair on Mercedes' part, but maybe Rachel should just, I don't know, go on Tinder and, like, date someone she didn't go to high school with.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: honestly. I is mean, universe <laughs> impossible?
0: is impossible. <this, laughs> was that valid.
2: before or after they stood each other up?
0: And this after. conversation after. Yeah. Well, then what's the point? Well, because she's like, I'm telling you to, like, I told you to get back out there last season. I'm like, whoa, that's my memory for Glee. But, like... <laughs>
5: yeah
1: so like so she's talking to these the students who go to this school and both postmodern gay and roderick are like why the fuck are we here <laughs> them- i cried it was so funny
3: them and blaine because blaine appears out of nowhere yeah the brief with the like, the super she brief caveat. two
1: hours from the columbus area to come here yes. to lima
3: the Never the brief forget. caveat of like i invited blaine hope you're okay with that kurt and then blaine just shows up to be like theater kid energy on 11 ah. because he's in the one number that they all sing for rachel i guess and arthur's then he's like,
0: theme which isn't the everyday when you're walking down the street which is what they should have done
3: better it would have been a better choice and then like again in the end for all of them to be like we're your family now, like fully in a Seasons of Love line theater kid. Which yeah. yeah. yes. That sent me fucking laughing. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but like Kurt is like supposedly Rachel's best friend and Mercedes isn't even like teaming up with him directly like, hey, we got to get Rachel out of this funk. Kurt doesn't even like speak except for that last part. It's hilarious. It's
0: like so not involved. Kurt doesn't give a shit. Chris Colfer is checked out this season.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just. <laughs>
0: He's just like, I'm here. I'm
1: here to collect my paycheck. Thank you. And, <laughs> and I don't blame him.
3: Did they know that they were only doing half as many episodes this season? Was yeah. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see him being like, Yeah. Oh, so only he's half
1: just like,
0: fine.
3: Yep.
1: <laughs> he's like, yeah. She's like, Okay, cool. I only have seven more episodes.
0: He was probably already writing the children's books and publishing them at this point. I'm pretty sure. Right,
1: oh, was. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think he was. It
0: was still on Glee when he did that. He was in the. He's like, I have better stuff to do. Yeah. Um, He constructed an elaborate fantasy so he didn't have to think about being in the world of Glee. (laughs) Um, Which same boy. Uh, So, yeah, they sing Arthur's theme, theme, and she has lots of flashbacks to season two and three of like going to New York. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I remember when like I gave kind of a shit about Rachel and like when there were stakes to this show and this like youthful energy. It's funny that that's what you
1: got from the montage. I got this as this is a Rachel in New York hats montage. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an ode to all her hats. (laughs) Yo,
3: that's, that's that's how Karina and I left off season three was because like, that's some full Mary Tyler Moore energy. We were waiting for her to like throw her hat up in the air.
1: Yeah.
0: It's. It's just like this show just feels so old and tired at this point, especially this episode with mm-hmm. these Burt rack songs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, give me a Katy Perry Teenage Dream album. I'm sure there's a song on there you haven't covered. Uh, so they, yeah. So then Rachel's like, I'm still not ready for New York. Uh, I can't, but then she has this talk with Mercedes and she's like, I'm just scared because everyone was like, this is actually like decent character work. It's kind of, it's kind of a cheat when you have to have the character, like explain exactly their motivations. Mm
1: -hmm. She decided to go to New York because of the song, even though she like didn't want to admit it. And then Mercedes walks in on her basically like, I'm about to leave.
5: Yeah, yeah she's having a, a mental ticket. breakdown.
2: She's freaking out because she's planning to go to New York because she decided to go, and then and then she's like freaking out to the max and starts crying. And Mercedes like, "What's wrong?" And then we get the explanation of why she doesn't want to do anything, which is that she's scared of failing. Which
0: newsflash, uh, aren't we all
2: yeah, Same
5: girl. Yeah. It was
2: like, but honestly, I mean, it was one of her most human moments, but it just did not come off well because it was at the wrong point of the storyline. Yeah, yeah, because
0: she's like, I put myself, like, I always was like, I'll be a star in New York, right? Like, and everyone's making fun of me, but I'm a loser like me, I'm going to win. And then she gets on Broadway and then she just ruins her own dream. Yeah, she's
1: unprofessional.
0: And then she's like, oh, I ruined it. And so she's scared to go back out there. Which is fair. Now it's like they're trying to tie that in with her dating, but like Finn doesn't work. It doesn't work because like it's Finn's death, and like that's its own trauma of like losing mm-hmm. someone, you know. So it's
1: you can't lump those <laughs> things together. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: like yes, there's probably some overlap, but like they are two separate things that happened to her. Mm-hmm. And like I think I think Alyssa's right. Like where this comes in the story makes no sense because really she should be having this mental breakdown, just like, not even like, she's not planning to go to New York. Like, just like the thought of doing this, you know, this audition could scare her enough. And Mercedes like, what's going on? Like she could storm out of this number and just be freaking out.
5: Yeah. And then says
1: like, no, like go. And then she, Takes the ticket and goes
2: You know what would be really interesting If we see this breakdown For an audition That's like a community theater thing Right there Mm. That would make it so much more poignant You know because it's it's an audition That doesn't even really matter In the scheme of her life But it's still something where you'd be able to see The trauma like that's what I want That's what I want from the show
0: (sighs) I don't know if you're going to get it. Well, so I do
2: think so. Trauma? She, yeah,
1: you're going to get lots of trauma. A couple so more episodes.
0: She sings Promises, Promises, then storms off to New York for the Millions Musical to New York montage. Not
1: wearing a hat this Not time. Not wearing a
0: hat. Character growth. Character growth. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so she she sings promises promises and she's like yeah i feel like i really killed it and she asks mercedes to run the glee club and mercedes is like well what about kurt and she's like he needs somebody to collaborate basically with
5: she
1: doesn't say i don't want them to just be doing into the woods or something like yeah.
0: that and i'm like but what's <laughs> you had them do burt back yeah, so like, better. no do it
3: into the woods week that would be awesome yeah,
0: check out my Glee boot post where I said they should have done Into the Woods instead of West Side Story in season three and I cast saw that. everyone. <laughs> I love that because <laughs> it would have made if I had that Glee club to put on a drama show, a drama show, a musical. I would, <laughs> I would do one with a lot of leads like Into the Woods, not like yeah, a West Side Story. Yeah, with like two main female characters. Yeah,
1: it's because Shu hates all the other students. That's <laughs> why. Yeah.
0: Thing. so she's so yeah so mercedes around the glee club sam sings close to you uh, i long oh, to be right. close to you and he had he's standing on the football players so he can like look through the window and watch her but she that looks was... at him and smiles so she knows he's doing it
3: which is Here? i can imagine her being like oh he's standing on football players again i was like
1: <laughs> oh sam
0: what a doofy, doofy doof was this an excuse to have a full scroll up of his body? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Like Ryan Murphy,
0: probably. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not complaining, but still. Uh, yeah, it's because I thought it was supposed to be, oh, he has feelings for Rachel and Mercedes. Then it's just he's singing to Mercedes and she's like, that's not a friend's song. <laughs> Which yeah, I, I was
2: really confused by that transition because I definitely <laughs> thought it was like a Rachel thing. And yeah. then I was like, oh, wait, yeah wait
0: i wish rachel had said that after finn sang jesse's girl directly at her that's not a friend's (laughs) song (laughs) and so she's like you know he's like i haven't dated anyone since you which actually that's like an interesting character thing that he's still really hung up on her and Mm -hmm. she's like i have i've met this christian singer he's saving himself till marriage He's got, a uh, he's got a big booty got a big booty his
4: name is Tank
0: Tank because mm-hmm. Sam basically asks like if he's like he said if he's bigger than me which my first thought was is he asking about his penis, penis? yes
5: but and like, I was but like, like wait they just they they, 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 they done that they
0: wouldn't do genital <laughs> stuff they didn't have sex but they did live and sleep together
1: that's true so she may have seen it and but maybe am- they did some stuff <laughs>
0: Is
3: Sam's butt a plot line here? Like, is that a
0: through line that I'm missing? No.
3: No, I no. mean, there's
0: just been a lot of butt jokes. And so Okay. she's just like, no, he's bigger. Like, I guess I'm like, is it supposed to be like he's fatter? Like, just a bigger.
5: Yeah,
2: I, don't know. I basically had the same journey you did where I thought they were talking about. <laughs> you know his junk and then i was like wait is it a is it like his entire body what's happening because well, then
0: he's like she's like oh they call him tank and is it, i'm like oh he's asking like is he more muscly than me like is he in better mm. shape and i'm like oh he's like okay he's like super muscly and like sam's muscly too but it's like oh i can't believe it was musclyer than me and then she says your little white ass was like an outlier and i'm like so is he chubbier and then Sam we, says, oh, I can't believe better I'm better losing to a guy. It was just weird. It was a weird It was very strange. Well, because Sam was like, one moment I can touch your boobs and the other I can't. And this is where sometimes Sam's, there's dumb Sam that can be really charming, but when sometimes they veer and it's like they're just trying to have him say dumb bro jock things, but it yes. doesn't really fit with how he presents himself most of the time. Yeah, because so he's what? just like
1: a sweetheart, a lovable sweetheart usually. Yeah, so like Golden retriever if you will.
0: I'm like, mm-hmm. and he's not 16 anymore. So he's old enough to be like, yes, you can date someone and then be touching their boobs and then be no longer with them. And it would be weird to touch their boobs. And that's not <laughs> that weird. That's not a crazy PSA. thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But then the conversation basically goes to like, we're we're friends. Like it's fine. It's cool that we can talk about this. Mercedes is like, I want you to go and find people. You know, like, how do you feel about Rachel? He's like, oh, I guess she's okay.
0: But he I, does not like her. <coughs> that's what I Two wrote. Two weeks ago,
1: three weeks ago, whenever this was, he was hypnotized to try to be in love with her. He does mm-hmm. not like this girl. Woman. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: still see her as a petulant 16-year-old, so.
3: Valid. And, like, wh- And I mean, like, while wow, it's cute that like they're both like, yeah, I'm a little jealous of you. Well, I'm a little jealous of you. It's like, for what?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just... I wrote uh, I think I wrote Stop Trying To Force Sam Chill On Me.
5: Yeah. Because
0: I'm not like, oh, I'm totally against the idea of Sam and Rachel dating, but the way they do it just feels so much like we got two hot singles left slamming them together like a Barbie like smashing with a can.
1: I really think that like Rachel has like zero chemistry with anyone. Like, it like, feels like it's she's just like a shell.
0: Well, because yeah, her I think she kind of had chemistry with Jonathan Groff.
1: Yes, but, but I, they have a very established relationship as the actors, so that yeah. plays out. I think I she think, and Corey Monteith had a good they chemistry. They had, had chemistry. That played out.
0: I think Corey was putting more of the effort in. Right. Because yeah. he was better at being like charming and dumb and love struck, and Rachel just kind of came across as like kind of crazy which yeah. is also but, maybe how the writers like big boys and girls. So I don't know. But but. Like
5: Rachel doesn't
1: have friend chemistry with people like her and Mercedes hanging it's out. Forced. Even like when we see it, yes. like earlier on, like I was like, I don't believe this at all.
3: And well, there was a little bit, like I found some chemistry. I found some really sweet moments between her and Quinn in like seasons two and three, but I was yeah. like Diana was one foot out the door that whole time. So mm-hmm. that's not going to develop.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Diana was out, so they're not going to bring... Because, again, this storyline would probably make more sense with Quinn being like, you should go to Broadway. You know? Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing. I think they keep trying to bring Mercedes back, which, of course, because she's great, but, like, Mercedes' whole energy is not the energy of someone who goes back to their high school.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's... No, because especially, like, the fact that um, she is... She said she's on tour before. Like, she's doing her thing, like, Sure, she probably has time to go back, but it's like, why would she? What is here for her? Literally nothing. Like her parents, but like her close friends.
0: She barely, she have
1: anyone really?
0: Her and Kurt were friends for a while, and her and Tina. And I could, I believe Mercedes and Tina keep in touch, but Mercedes and Kurt very much fell off after graduation.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
1: because Kurt became like besties with Rachel. And, but again, also like, Kurt doesn't do anything in this episode, and that really sticks out because, like you said, like the emotional support black person, like usually it's emotional support gay man, but it's like I don't know. She like, just they comes clearly back. have more friendship with Kurt and Rachel developed. And she-
0: she's suddenly so interested in Sam and Rachel's lives and like pushing them forward. And she has no goals of her own. She has nothing that she's doing for herself. It's all to support these white people. And like, so I think even I try and sometimes we're just trying to make fun, but I do try and criticize in good faith, but like, this is really bad. Like this is pretty bad writing in that, like, she is only there to support the white people. Like, Santana, at least, even if Brittany's leading the storyline, it is about, like, Santana's feelings. Like, Santana Mm -hmm. has wants and goals. Mercedes is just there to, like, egg them on. And they don't even have Mm -hmm. enough of a friendship for that to feel real.
1: Right. right? Yeah. Like, with Kurt, it would feel more real. He's like, you've been too depressed. Like, like Mercedes told me about this audition. Like, you need to go on it. That would make sense.
0: And so literally last week... Kitty is like, I can't go back. Or maybe I can't remember if it's Hurt Locker part one or two, but Kitty's like, I can't go back to Glee Club because you're just going to ditch us to the moment the the rest of the world comes calling. And that's what Rachel's doing. They kind of say, oh, you can finish out the year. But like, they haven't even gotten to sectionals yet. And Mercedes is like,
1: she's like oh yeah Sectionals isn't for five weeks they're gonna be fine i'm like five weeks
3: right i mean I, wait, I will that's
1: not a lot of days to practice
3: but credit to them like i feel like all of season two and three we had all of these one-off episodes and karina and i keep on coming back to shouldn't you be preparing for a competition
1: yeah huh? <laughs> yep
3: And they're like yeah sectionals is in like a week and a half and i'm like so you probably shouldn't be Doing a deep dive into Madonna, you should probably consider uh your set list for sectionals.
1: Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and this is even worse because we're on episode six of the season and there are 13, right, Cullen? Yeah. We're halfway. We are hitting this halfway mark and they're five weeks out from sectionals, So it's like I have no fucking clue what's happening I th- this I don't season. Think,
0: I don't think they're going past sectionals, I think. I no, don't know. they yeah. can't.
1: They don't have enough time. I, I mean, if they did, that would be amazing. Actually, <laughs> be that's hilarious what I
3: if they did. There's they're like, like hey, this week sectionals.
1: Next week, regionals. The <laughs> week after that, filler episode because we've got plenty of time. Next week, <laughs> nationals. And we're we done. Good work, yep.
0: everybody.
1: <laughs> Woo! That's a wrap.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... They're back, and she's like, Yeah, I felt so good about that audition. And my favorite part is Cord in the background, just like pouring a ton of creamer <laughs> in his coffee. It was, it was sugar. Sugar, which yep, again, yes. somebody looks like this that. Sugar. Somebody looks like that is not pouring that much sugar in their morning coffee, but I digress. But like, it was like, again, we have this whole theory that they didn't really write anything for Cord this season, they just like put him in scenes. <laughs> And he's improv all his dialogue, cord, yeah. And like he's just doing because he was like sniffing jock straps and like like he's just doing weird shit in what? the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like weird Miss in the that. background. <laughs> That's the currently yeah. Yeah, not, not this episode. Okay,
1: something he says in this episode um, shook me to my core. Uh, let me find it. Oh, here it is. He says something early on the episode. He's like, oh, I have to go. I'm teaching health class. Yes. yes. <laughs>
0: Sam's
5: teaching health I class. I that oh I was
1: like, I missed a lot.
0: That um, he, has,
1: he doesn't have a degree. He's not an actual teacher. He doesn't have like a certificate to teach. He He's is an just assistant their football
0: coach.
5: <laughs>
1: he should not. They have a gym teacher. There is a gym teacher who should be teaching health class or a science teacher, whatever. This young man, No.
0: Who just right. was confused that now that you're an ex. you can't
1: touch boobs.
0: <laughs> yeah, you he can't He's touch. You can't algebra. touch her boobs.
1: So yeah. wow, disturbing. Just yeah. show yeah. so nice <laughs>
0: It it do it
1: do. Fool's <laughs> <laughs> <Pulls laughs> Ohio. Mug.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So we're. That's basically they. They're like yeah, and then. She feels good about her audition. And again, Kitty doesn't call her out. That actually would be an interesting storyline. Rachel gets the audition. She's like nervous. She does it. And then Kitty's like, the fuck? You missed rehearsal mm-hmm. for a week to go audition to New York. I just joined the club. Like, yep. there's something you could do with the premise of Rachel taking Will's role and like leading a glee club, but they have such little interest in these kids.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then. The Sam and Rachel thing, they decide, you know what, let's reschedule breadsticks for next Thursday. Will they ghost each other? We'll have to find out.
0: I do love when people make dates in TV shows because it's always like, (laughs) yeah, Thursday, not like, okay, let me check my schedule. Even if someone, I don't have a calendar, it's all mental and I kind of need to get one because my brain hurts a lot lately. But like, you, you just, you're kind of like, okay, let me think. Okay, yeah. And then what time... What, uh-huh. I mean, this is la but what's the parking yeah. situation like i love well, my like, favorite
1: thing is always like it's my favorite trope oh i'll pick you up at seven do you have my address Are <laughs> Yeah. You stalking that's me? Funny. yeah.
3: <laughs> in new york uh, it would be um w- uh what borough or what neighborhood is that in because yeah. then you cut back to like me going like oh, god damn it i have to go to brooklyn tonight
0: yeah. yeah, like so that determines what time I can do it And if I'm free that night Because what time do I, I get go. off work Commuting where do I get, yeah, yeah. That's why sometimes uh. I record these episodes at work Because like if it's after work hours And we're doing, like I'm like I can't make it home in time Yeah, so okay That's it, really There's not much else This is filler to get to, I don't know what I don't know what is the goal <laughs> we're working towards because that's like nope. when listening to that Nationals episode, I just listened to their episode on Props and Nationals and thinking about Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, which I admit is also one of the best Glee performances. And like thinking of everything building up and everything that was like riding on that performance, whether it was like real stakes, like Rachel getting me or just like their personal like teen senior stakes, like how real that felt. And then you're like, what is this bullshit going on now? yeah. Right. Who
1: am I supposed to care about and what am I supposed to care about? I have no idea.
0: It's just like some shows, like you can put an NCIS on autopilot, but a show like Glee really shouldn't have been put on autopilot. And Ryan Murphy was not invested at this point. So it was on autopilot. And like, I
3: mean, through all six season, like you have stuff that they're working towards every time. There's plenty. And if you're adding music to it, there's so much to do. Yeah. Do (laughs) better.
0: Yeah, this is a, such a good premise of a show. So like the fact that they're you can complain about the first three seasons, but at least they were utilizing the premise. But like here, it's like what are you doing? Like you're just wasting everyone. What is,
1: what is our goal?
0: Like
5: yeah. where are
1: we aiming toward? And I mean, this puts a lot of like pressure on this one event happening, but like Corey monteith's death like really threw them for a loop and like it kind of they didn't know what to do. And so like I feel like we're still feeling the effects of that. Um they still haven't really found their foot yeah. again but it's like with the story but it's like I mean they they've had, they had do, plenty right? of <laughs> they've had plenty of time to figure it out those since like to come yeah. up with something more
3: concrete that we can all root for. Well they
0: have so, a good premise for season 6 they're just not fully delivering.
3: Yeah. R- remind me when did when did Corey Monteith
0: pass? When they were um, filming the beginning of season five, season I, five I believe. Season yeah. Okay.
5: So it's
1: like the third episode of season five, I think, is the okay. quarterback. So, I mean, that's like, okay, we have to rewrite basically all of season five or whatever we've written so far. And then, okay, you have all that break. Because they took a long break between season five and six coming out, right? Yeah.
5: Coming? Six and came so, out
0: winter 2015, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like they had more time... Yeah, because they they had like almost a whole year, right?
0: Then? Yeah, it's it's just I get that their goal, the initial end of the series was Rachel goes on Broadway, Finn becomes the new teacher, she comes back, and she comes back into the choir room and says I'm home. And that was how the show was supposed to end. Um but it
4: felt like they wanted to use the one of the Glee Kids teaches new directions mm-hmm. plot they had for Finn but they couldn't use it on Finn. So, like, what if we make Rachel do it? And it just doesn't land the same
0: way. It doesn't. And it. Yeah. I get that choice and it makes sense. But if you're going to do that, commit to that. Yeah. Because it's like they,
1: they have one foot in like, oh, well, but Rachel's this big Broadway girl. And then this other thing is like, well, but she also still has a heart for...
0: The, the Glee Club. The Glee Club. But we're and also like, gonna spend a whole storyline storyline on Britanna, which again, it's fine. Like it was a good, it was the better half of the episode. But like give these if you're gonna introduce all these characters, give them storylines.
1: Yeah, or don't introduce yeah. them at all <laughs> and keep the kids you had last season.
0: Yeah, I'm like, because they could have added them, and then if you had Marley and Jake and Ryder and Kitty and Unique, you could have had a full Glee Club. Both. Because they still don't have enough people.
1: And they are five weeks out from sectional, so... I'm glad but to see some never change.
0: <laughs> nope. How they get... How they fill the club is going to be wild. I don't think you're going to guess how they fill the club. Okay. Uh, okay, so... Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta.
2: Tina time! Tina time! Tina
0: time.
2: <laughs> Yay! Big Zip.
0: Tina wasn't nope. here. If Tina was wasn't here, even mentioned. she'd be like, Rachel, I really built you up to get into Niata and then you dropped it. So I don't know if I'm going to build you up for this audition. <laughs>
1: she should literally be like, I sacrificed my dignity to stop Carmen Thibodeau, played by Whoopi Goldberg.
5: Brilliant. That's what
3: happened. <laughs> no, yes. That's what's just in my mind. Tina, no, we, talk we about should that scene be all the coming-
0: time.
1: Again, I think we also have said that like Tina, like hears or senses things at Brown. She's like, Rachel, you bitch. Because She's like, I did all this work for you and you're screwing it up again.
0: I wanted Whoopi Carmen Thibodeau, played by Whoopi Goldberg, when Rachel was like, I'm going to drop Niata to be like, call your friend. Let me talk to your friend, Yo, the, the, the girl that stalked get me. Tina and then on
4: the phone, <laughs> I, would
5: talk would, about this.
3: I would absolutely be here for Tough Love Tina as her new
0: character. Troupe. Yes. Yeah, that this would be all awesome. we
5: need. Also, yeah, that's Tina, the
3: boot, baby.
0: Tina telling Rachel to get back to New York would also make more sense than Mercedes because but yes. it would be it'd be <laughs> yeah. different. It wouldn't be like, girl, you need to get back out there. It'd be like, Rachel, you've spent all of high school talking about your Broadway dream. If I had to fucking listen to it for three years, you can't just give that it's... shit up. You owe it to me. Like
3: you failed so, like, <laughs> Tina fully what? just breaking and being like, okay, listen, bitch. <laughs>
5: Ripping I, your hair
0: out. <laughs> yeah. I got you an audition through uh, Mike's dance teacher at the school in Chicago.
3: I went through an entire dream sequence where I was you (laughs) and you were me. And how do you (laughs) thank me for it? I came to terms with doing all the costumes for you to be the star for what, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. Tina's not having
1: any of this, but she's also not here to say it.
0: Yeah. So that's that she, there were two routes. There was Tina being like, fuck you, Rachel, I'm going to get your life together. And then, you know what? Not my problem anymore. Washed my mm-hmm. hands. And maybe the latter's the better off one. <laughs>
1: oh, I certainly hope she's okay up there. In yeah.
0: I'm sure Cut she out is. about your toxic friends? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when she was upset about being surrounded by death and Emma said, you might be callous? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so MVPs and LVPs. (laughs) Ian, who is your least valuable player this week? I mean, it's Rachel just
3: because default. Uh, Yeah, it is. That's
5: that. Yeah, fair. Karina, who's your least valuable player? I was like, I can't tell if she's was, on mute or if that I is
0: was just the, the quietest screen. baby.
4: <laughs> no, um, I think my least valuable player this week is going to be Blaine, who showed up to do just enough to, like, remember he's there, but not enough to really justify why he was there.
0: Yeah, he oh even gosh. has a little thing where, like, Kurt's like, oh, hi, Blaine, you're here at Will's apartment. That's kind yes. of how we left off the episode. Yeah. It's, yeah, they have, like, an awkward hug. It's wild Um, considering where they'll be in a couple episodes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. It's so weird. Their relationship is really weird. Um, So I have a couple people on here. (laughs) I wrote, I want to say Shu because obviously because he (laughs) appeared. Um, I mean, Abuela, I think obviously takes the cake for me. It's just like, she's just not doing the thing that she should be. And that's supporting her granddaughter. Um, But I also put fake Emma take second place because <laughs> imposters
5: <laughs> yeah
2: i mean i think i i gotta go with the boiler um just i mean it's obvious she's she's not being a good grandma she's not being a good person um yeah. that's it
0: i think uh yeah, Rachel, you know, because these she's there are multiple Glee clubs. She's running the Glee Club now and there are multiple performances about her and her friends and their feelings. And like not she's not giving the kids space to express their feelings and what they're going through, which is the whole point of Glee Club.
2: It's a high school club. Yeah. Well, for I think this alert. is so one
1: brand for her because this is what she did when she was in high school. She would hijack the club
4: to talk about yep. her feelings. <laughs> so, Actually, on brand. This is the only way she knows how to process anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With unwilling people involved. <laughs> uh, oh,
4: a strange emotional sabotage. A strange coincidence. I realized when we were talking about this episode that Santana's uh, abuela is named Alma. That's also the name of the grandmother, the abuela in Encanto, who is like, has emotional problems connecting with her family. So that's maybe just what you name emotionally complex grandmothers is Alma. Maybe. Makes sense. Mm. Or that's the only name for old ladies that any writers know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ian, who's your MVP, your most valuable um, player?
3: So I forget that like sometimes you guys actually like respond to this seriously. <laughs> um so so um my my MVPs are all of the new Glee Club members who I don't know that just showed up this week to get their <laughs> check. Um mm-hmm. big props for you. Um also I, I mean, like my serious one would be. Probably Britney, because like, I just love seeing her have stuff to do. I like it. Like you said, it is very like Obama era optimism, but she put in the work this week. It's so much like she's she's so much more developed than like seasons one and two. So it's great to see that. Um, So those are my two answers for you today.
1: It's funny you said like we answer them seriously. At one time we did have an inanimate object as an MVP or LVP. Multiple MVP. times. Um, sweaters.
5: Right. Pizza, so
3: I mean <laughs> pizza that burned Will's mouth. I mean, another MVP I would say would be Imposter Emma because <laughs> just cuz
5: just like, cuz because, because, because
3: we, how her. long did we talk how long what the composite time of how much we talked about uh, Imposter
5: Emma? At least
3: legend. At least 5 minutes. <laughs>
0: Marina, who's your MVP?
4: Um, one of my MVPs is also uh, Roderick, my favorite member of New Greek Love member, um, both for being willing to talk over postmodern gay and for wearing a button up <laughs> shirt that is covered in playing cards um, and taking that seriously.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Also, uh, Will and Emma's new baby. <laughs>
5: <The> <laughs> <third> baby. <laughs> uh,
4: I went with Brittany
1: for, uh, Um, you know, calling out Abuela because like, yes, that's like a good thing that she did. She stood up for her fiance. Um, I guess like, I want to give her a gold star for trying to help mend that relationship, but it does kind of feel a bit, a bit invasive that like, does Santana actually consent to this or does she just like not want to deal with it? Um, but my main MVP is Jennifer Coolidge for gracing us with her presence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Pretty small. Yeah, very pretty, and you're not very bright. I'm glad we had this talk.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you even seen that full movie, but iconic.
5: You haven't? Oh, my
0: God. No, yeah. Uh, Alyssa, MVP?
2: I'm going with Lord Tubbington. Um, mm. Yeah, he had a ton of screen time this episode yeah. like i i would say arguably more screen time than kurt um which yeah. is i mean <laughs> argument
3: there. get your money <laughs> yeah
2: good lord
0: telling he, to- he did tech. great
2: there was there was so much going on with him this episode i was invested
0: um i i feel like this is so Honorable mention to Sam's uh little white boy ads that we saw in that long pit shot up. Um, but <laughs> imposter Emma for me. That is the funniest <laughs> thing that has happened in this show. It is so fucking funny. I love it so much. Uh yeah, that's imposter Emma, Queen of my Heart. Yeah. Um oh, Iconic. Iconic, yeah. All right. I want Imposter Emma. If you're out there, please message us.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> want you on, on both of our
0: shows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we'll do a massive crossover. We're not even talking about an episode. We're just interviewing Imposter Emma about
5: her. Experience. So tell us how did Ryan
1: Murphy break the news to you? <laughs> it will that you will gonna be in two imposter hours.
5: Emma. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. At least. <laughs> All right.
0: How did you get into character to be imposter Emma? Okay. she's just like this this, she does the entire interview we only see the back of her head (laughs) what else have we seen you in (laughs) please
3: tell us (laughs) we wouldn't know Uh,
0: what if it was Jennifer Kulis no okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so the music this week watch me pull up the Glee wiki okay I'll Never Fall In Love Again Baby It's You Wishing and hoping Arthur's theme, but not the good one. They long to be close to you, promises, promises. Alfie, what the world needs now.
1: How many songs is that?
2: Seven? Eight. Eight songs? Eight. Oh (laughs) Oh my God.
0: God. Bacharach songs. And they (laughs) never had a Taylor Swift episode. 1989 was out. They had 1989. That is Red, a song. Speak now. Every five fearless. minutes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That is a song like almost every five or six minutes.
4: Oh, they didn't even do one of the best Burt Bacharach songs after all of that. Mm. But
5: really they did the one. On
4: my head.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. That is him. And that's a surprise.
1: And. That they did the one that was the title of the episode i'm like you guys just worked backwards from that title good for you guys Mm
0: -hmm. i don't even like that song hot
3: take no Um, i'm the reverse like that's the only song in this episode that i'm like yeah i fucks with this song for some reason for some reason that song hits me every time
0: so what's your lvp what song do you not fucks with oh god um oh god can you list them for me one more time i'm sorry no it is all good because they literally leave your brain the moment you say them. okay i'll never fall in love again baby it's you wishing and hoping arthur's theme they long to be close to you promises promises
3: i do not know what i don't remember that one at all
4: that's the one about new york city
0: yeah still don't remember it (laughs) fair enough I'm sorry. <laughs> no it's by, apology. It's by Christopher Cross, who early Brit early oh. in the show, Britney was like discovered America.
3: Right, <laughs> right. Um, I'm still I'm going with that. Yeah,
4: Um, my favorite of these is actually "Wishing and Hoping," not because I just like that song, and I do think it was like the best production number in the. Yeah, what's your
0: least favorite? We do my, least favorite. Yeah.
4: Oh, my least favorite uh, is for sure "Baby It's You," because it made no sense as why it's here and it wasn't that good either. I oh, want that
2: again? I don't even remember.
5: Exactly. That's the
0: Mercedes one where they're in the where Rachel's backup.
5: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: is that your least favorite too, Alyssa?
2: Um. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, I remember now the first three and the rest of them are out of my brain. The only reason I remember that one is because it was literally just explained to me. But also, like, yeah, Rachel was backup singer. Made no sense. Um, The whole thing just didn't make sense. And it's just, like, not a fun song. None of them were really great, in my opinion. Can I go with all of them? Can all of them be my LVB? (laughs)
5: Oh Hannah what's...
1: Uh, I went with Arthur's theme. Uh did not know what the title was. I literally called it the NYC Love Song. Uh that one, I hated it, did not like it. I also didn't like the weird one where Rachel's backup singer. I didn't like many of them. Also didn't like what the world needs now. I didn't think it was a good cover, and I feel very meh about that song in general.
0: Yeah. I'm going with uh, Alfie because Santana trying to like get back in her abuela's life. There's so much good music out there that you can use for that. And Mm -hmm, we just got this boring cover. Yeah. Yeah. Like why couldn't she have sung like a Spanish song that maybe like her and her abuela used to sing together?
1: Yeah. Actual emotional connection, not just Alma's favorite bird background
0: song. Because even in when we did the alleged Spanish music episode, it was like Madonna.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, she did what, La Isla Bonita, yeah, right?
0: Not, yeah. yeah. Our guests gave us a whole list of Spanish music they should have done. And we
1: were like, thank you. And also, <laughs> Glee should be thanking you.
0: Alright, so Ian, is was your favorite song with the World Needs Now?
3: It was. Sorry about it. Um, And like mostly because the other one's like, I just didn't care for any other one. But man, that song hits me.
0: I mean, (laughs) it's fair because we still feud about the fact that I like the Glee version of Sing and the Singing in the Rain umbrella mashup. Yo, the Glee cover of Sing,
3: my favorite one. That's my favorite song they've done. And Karina every time looks at me like I have three heads and I'm okay with it. It's so We're good. We're talking about the
1: My Chemical Romance Sing yes.
0: song, right? Okay, yeah. okay. I, I mean, yeah, the, I don't mind that cover. The, the Tina and Mike one is also a fine cover of yes, Sing from Horace totally. Line. Yeah, my favorite musical, but
1: you know, Singing the Rain Umbrella can't get behind it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sex to be wrong. Karina. <laughs> so Your favorite song was Wishing and Hoping, that one?
4: Yes, although I will also give a special shout out to Promises Promises, just because like The revival of that was happening, like, my freshman year of college. And uh, so it just occupies a weird amount of space in my brain that, like, oh, yeah, remember when that was something that existed out in the world? So I think about it from time to time. I don't interact with it, but it just lives there rent-free.
0: Okay. (laughs) Love that for you. Am I wrong? Isn't Say a Little Prayer for You from Promises, Promises? Yeah. Yes. Yes. The iconic Quinn cover. And so, yeah. So yeah. it was like, um, oh, the first one they sing,
3: Never Going to Fall in Love Again. That's also yeah. on the show. And I is Turkey Lurky Time?
0: Turkey Lurky Time Family yes. Musical. Yeah. That's from Promises Promises. Yes. From that's the my favorite up. Thanksgiving
1: song. <laughs> Let's Have a Kiki, Turkey Lurky Time. <laughs> Greatest song ever. Um, just throwing that out there. Um, my favorite was Wishing and Hoping. It was the only one I sung to.
2: Is that the heaven one? Yeah. the heaven theme yeah. One? That's also my favorite. Buna, but buna, not buna, because buna, I like the buna, song. Buna, only because buna. I was Lord like... Lord Tummington was there. Lord Tummington mm. was there. He stole the entire sequence. Um, but, like, the production value was also very high. <laughs> and I kind of
0: missed that. I was like,
2: where did all the money go? Oh, it's in this song. <laughs> it's <fine>. Got it.
0: <laughs> um... They long to be close to you was like a good cover, I guess. Like you could yeah. play that in a Coles, and I'd enjoy it. Um, but at I Coles, yeah, I love that. <laughs> love Coles. I mean, it would right? Okay, when was the last time you were at a Coles?
1: You know <laughs> I mean, it was
3: when I, it was when I lived in the suburbs of New York, so a while yeah. ago.
1: I went to one a couple of months ago, here in Indiana, and wow, just. Nostalgia of school shopping, oh my God, oh, yes. just hit me so oh, yeah. hard, like my body dysmorphia flared up, like <laughs> all the bad things, but the deals I mean we did save a lot of money, yeah, I have to say
0: those deals for reals, I think I'll never fall in love again was my favorite because it was like cute and funny, and uh if it was about a relationship, I was a little more invested in. Right. I think it was like, I think you could have just done that for a Bacharach song. I don't know. Like, I think you could have done like a regular episode and just thrown in this one kind of classy, like, you know, old-timey song. Because Sam does well with those, even though I know our listeners didn't like something stupid, but I did, I think. <laughs> Maybe I said this was the worst song in the episode. Who knows? <laughs> I can't remember. Alright, so that is, that's everything for What the World Needs Now. Um glee aggressive where can people find your podcast yeah um so
3: look for glee glee aggressive um wherever you stream podcasts um and um we are on the social socials media at glee aggressive um specifically twitter and instagram um and yeah that's uh that's long and short of it we're uh all three all three of the first, sorry, wow. For the entire first three seasons are out now um, and we're uh, starting to get ready for season four. So look out for that.
0: Appreciate
3: it. Guys nice. Yes,
0: yeah. please, please have us on in season please. four because I cannot I do season good five.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could do yes, Guilty please. Pleasures. I can do, what's the other one? The superhero one, do dynamic duets
5: yeah Maybe let one us of
0: know those. let us know which episodes Please. you want to be on
1: any episode as long as it's not season five or six <laughs> honestly yes
0: yes yeah
1: uh, or, um, or shooting can, star no well yeah i feel like no
5: i no. think we <laughs> did that,
1: that alone right we're like yeah we're like, I don't we don't get that, was, that was interesting
3: yeah um yeah so
5: that's something <laughs> you interesting for you have to me. to, again memory
3: problems and haven't done it yet i, so. will, I yeah. will put
0: them in when we send you our thank you for being a guest email i will put Word. in yeah. our yeah
5: all right
3: thank um you. you can
1: follow gleeboot on instagram twitter tiktok at gleeboot pod you can also follow us on tumblr gleebootpod.tumblr.com
0: love that you what else is going on no that's
1: you. Cullen, oh, where do people find you? Oh, Cullen Ever After.
0: You. It's me. Cullen <laughs> Ever After on Instagram. Your boy, Ryan99 on TikTok. Considering of resurrecting that character in like screenplay format for a commentary on influencer culture. So let me know if
5: that interests oh. you. Ooh. Interesting.
2: Follow me at w e a r i n g e n for some more art content because I'm actually Ooh. putting things out sort of kind of, you know, Every once
3: in a while. Yay. It's great. You
2: have to go
1: check it out, listeners.
0: Tune in. Uh, next week, we will be talking about transitioning with grad school classmate Nick Bennett, who has been wanting to be on this particular episode since we started the podcast.
5: Yes. Oh, so
0: yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, Glee Aggressive, thank you so much for coming on. We hope you had fun. Thank you so much for having oh, us.
3: Always have fun.
0: And, you know, stay connected to the call for, we're going to talk about some some special things we have planned for the Glee Boot finale. So Ooh. just a little teaser for the listeners. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
5: Bye. Glee, Glee boot. Boot.